Well, hey, everybody, uh, just a quick update. We're only going to be releasing one episode this week. It's going to be our review of The Warriors. And this is just happening because Joseph has family in town. I'm also crazy busy. I'm starting a new job. I'm trying to get this uh, drone stuff started in my life. It's like a side business thing that I'm working on. So I just wanted to let you all know about that. Uh and we're hopefully going to be getting back to sort of a regularly scheduled program next week. Uh, I, with this new job, I'm pretty sure I'm getting Mondays off still, so that's the day that we're we're trying to still record. Um, just bear with us until then, and enjoy this episode. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Underground for episode 96. My name is David, and per usual, I am joined by the one the only wild west pimp style joseph nations and this is the show where every week we remind you politics ruins everything my brain is so fried today <laughs> <laughs> you're fine you're anyway good, dude. joseph how are you how's life man, not too bad man hey don't forget to turn on the sound so i can hear uh yes. but i had it playing in my brain i'm trying to scoot my chair up but it's been difficult not too bad man today was a crazy day at work but this weekend was it was good, man. Can't complain. What about yourself? I think you have uh, some good news to share with everyone. Do I? Yeah. You pass a certain thingy thing today. <laughs> thingy thing. Yeah. So uh, a few people who listen to this show are actual friends of mine. Like they they know me personally. Um, I've been studying for my part 107 to be able to commercially draw uh, to fly drones, not the uh, b- blowing up brown children in other country kind of drones. The uh, the kind that you take pictures with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. I bet. This whole uh, ANCAP thing has just been a front. Hasn't yeah, it? The entire You're time. You're a spook, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. That's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that uh, I've been studying really hardcore for that for the last couple of months. It's been something I've been trying to get done for a couple of years, but stuff just gets in the way, as uh, you are very aware of as well. Yep. Uh, so yeah, i just been working on that, and um, it hopefully going to, you know, the goal for me mm-hmm. is that eventually this is pretty self-sustaining. Like, you and I come, we record, I maybe I'm editing stuff and putting it out on YouTube, but ultimately it would be great if the donations were there that... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even have to do that, and I just send it to someone, give them the schedule yep. to release things, and they just do it. Uh, that would be amazing. And then and I would just social, our social media too. Yes, exactly. Um, and after that, uh, all I would want to be doing is essentially flying the drones for people, and maybe doing some like photography and videography on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I've always wanted to get into, but just it just hasn't quite worked out. So uh, yeah, I you know I I just obviously want to kind of keep busy and, and doing other stuff and uh i think we are i think we both are i mean yeah. you know youtube's doing well it's a slow grind you know a slow yeah uh grind but i mean we've been past two weeks we've gotten a ton of subscribers i think that's just due to you know the videos we've been putting out on youtube and then also 
TikTok as well. It's been blowing yeah. up. Ever since we started telling people to actually go to YouTube. So I never thought that worked. Like where you tell people, hey, go check out our YouTube. And, you know, people just don't do that. But yeah. I guess it does work. Yeah. Uh, if especially, people, yeah, if the clip's popular enough, you're going to have people that'll go come check over there. Out and, and everything. honestly, I think a lot of that stuff. So I, I think we're having this pipeline come through of like TikTok, YouTube, uh, podcast. Yeah, because our downloads have doubled in the last couple of months. Damn, man. Um, and I, we're gonna get there. Yeah, like the big thing for me was like, so for I, I don't know, we haven't talked about this in a while, but the the downloads are the only way that I can see the numbers for the podcast. Yep. So if you're just listening to the podcast, and listen, we're all guilty of this. I hardly ever download podcasts unless I'm going to a part of uh, the mountains where I just don't have signal at mm -hmm. all. Uh, we're all guilty of it. Uh, the downloads help because then I can actually see who's downloading the podcast. It's like that, just that extra step that gives me an indication. It's like, okay, people are starting to pay attention to this a little yeah. bit more. There's some sort of idea there. Um, and it's great. And I, I, I'm really happy about that. I, you know, I was like, oh man, if we can just get to like 20 downloads an episode and then we just kind of shot past that. And now we're at like 23, 24, 26, um, 28 so pretty great um and those numbers have uh been there in the past but they've taken a while to get there so it's yeah. we but now we're consistently there and yeah. it's happening really fast pretty much so. with every which with every episode which is great um i know that means that some people just have like their automatic downloads on but thank you for that because mm -hmm. we can see those numbers and, and it it makes me know that people have subscribed to the podcast um yep. so joseph why don't you tell the lovely people about not only the value for value system but if they want to get in contact with us because of the podcast or whatever the case may be how they can go about doing that so you can click on our podcast episode go to our show notes and there you can click on our direct.me link on our direct.me link you'll find our youtube our odyssey You'll find our TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. You'll also find our PayPal donation link and our Bitcoin wallet address. If you want to give us any Bitcoin or Satoshis, just copy that address and you can send us that. And then if you want to donate to us in the form of some American dollars, you can send, you can uh, do a PayPal donation link. And uh, all we're asking for is a dollar a month. If you want to give more, great. But if you can make that a dollar a month reoccurring payment, uh, the, it would just help us to not have to do any sponsorships or uh, monetize our YouTube uh, because we would much prefer to be represented by our producers and eventually getting those credits for that uh, for our show and everything. That way you can put it on your resume. But uh, go subscribe to us on YouTube. Like, comment, engage. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram as well. Comment on there and like and everything. And we pretty much respond to most everyone. I mean, I think I said it last week, like, you know, t as far as TikTok is concerned, once you get the 500th comment, that's the same <laughs> thing that you've already heard 499 times. You're not going to respond. I'm just going to be like, no, never mind. Exactly, uh, yeah. It really just depends. You know, if someone's making a good point, whether if it's a point for us or against us. But also on YouTube, I mean, like I said, everything's just we have that pipeline going. The main pipeline is TikTok, YouTube and the podcast. Uh, Instagram isn't doing bad. It's doing well. But it's a slow grind on there, too. We've had some vid videos pop off uh, on there for us, like, you At, know, 6,000, 3,000, uh -huh. 4,000 views. But if you get to that point on Instagram, especially with the, the follower count that we have, it's doing all right. Like those videos oh, yeah. have definitely been doing well. Um, it's just different. And I, I swear TikTok is um, the numbers are inflated. 
it's my probably con- it's my conspiracy theory uh there probably. are a lo- there are a lot of uh i think fake accounts on there i wouldn't be surprised cause because there's, i think there's just a lot of fake accounts on uh, all social media yeah because like there i'll get I, I have no my personal tiktok i have no videos on it have never posted anything on it the only thing i do is occasionally comment on people's videos um and uh i have like 30 followers <laughs> and i'm like why why <laughs> oh, but i'm telling you probably because of uh our channel uh it, it could be TikTok. but i've i've looked at a lot of them and i think they're they're fake because you'll get the uh, the fake model pictures are the ones that come oh, up a lot. Yeah. Like uh, Dvorak was talking about that on No Agenda. He they called them like uh, uh, what, what was it? They were call- something to do with like uh, the 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 specific figures, specific fig- uh, physical attribute of the, yeah. the women that were following him on on Twitter. Um, I can't remember what he called it though. Doesn't matter. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I guess we're gonna just kind of jump into this are you ready to well almost i just want to say if you've been listening to us so far you realize we use this the value for value system which is basically donating in the form of your time talent and treasure and so email us uh engage with us on youtube if there's any talent um and you want to invest your time basically how it works is whatever value you think you're getting from us if you like our work and everything you can just donate mm-hmm. back to us with whatever you have whether that's time talent and treasure so yep yeah, we have a Discord too, so feel free to hop in there. Yes, we do. Read the rules first, but yeah, feel free. Yeah, we need, you know what we need to get? We need to get someone to run that for us. <laughs> yeah. That would just do it for free. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if great. Tyler would. Yeah, I know he asked me about that before. Yeah, if he wants to do it, he totally can. All right, well, um, let's uh, let's jump into our our review. So one of the things that we are trying to do while things are kind of slow, and also so that neither of us go insane is to actually review movies that we like. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we're going to do... We're mostly doing movies just because I think the time the time uh, commitment isn't quite as big uh, as like a TV show or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Not that we're not going to do that, but uh, we're going to be talking about a movie from 1979 today called The Warriors. And Joseph, you had, you had never seen this before, right? Never. Okay. Uh, so I, I picked this movie for a couple of reasons. One, it's uh, kind of a classic that's a favorite of mine. Two, this movie, at least from a uh, a specific standpoint, goes mm-hmm. against sort of the modern culture of uh, there, there's never been diversity in Hollywood before. So that argument that like Hollywood's always been like crazy white or whatever. The Warriors is a movie that stands sort of in the face of that. Um, and so we want to talk about it, the good, the bad, and because this is a movie I love, but am not, not, not critical of. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah, there's criticisms for it, for yes, sure. Yes, I, I think that even for the time, there are things that you can say, this wasn't done, wasn't done great, or, you know, you can see where the budget took. Came into play. Yeah, yeah, where, where there were yep. certain things that they, they had some budgetary restraints. Um, but with, so, with what they had to work with, I mean fantastic movie you know what i mean yes um so for one of the things that i think is really cool about this movie so this is the fir- first point i want to make um, okay i w- this is an adaptation of a book mm-hmm. this is also an adaptation of greek history and mythology mm-hmm. which i think is one of the most interesting things about this i, pu- I pulled this um up from kind of a random website but it's the warriors historical lesson 
Uh, so the film is loosely based on, and I'm going to butcher these pronunciations, so forget, forgive me for this, um, Xenophon's uh, Anabasis, which detailed his role among the 10,000, uh, a group of mercenaries hired by Persian leader Cyrus the Younger to help overthrow his brother in a military coup. Now, if you've seen the Warriors, the name Cyrus might come, uh, might might stand out to you because he's essentially the figurehead that of of the movie that that starts this whole uh awful process for the warriors yeah um so it it not only is it based on that historical uh moment there's a lot of things from the odyssey that that play into this that we're going to talk about a little bit as we kind of go through i didn't even think about that yeah there there are a a few there are a few that stand out in particular um and some of them uh that i think will uh that i would yeah, yeah so uh the iliad uh when the odyssey oh see da, 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 da. yeah so some of the names of the characters are specifically from uh, those things uh like ajax Different. yeah so those of greek yeah. um ajax who is uh dexter's dad from the show dexter yeah. <laughs> his character is is almost completely pulled like the personality uh of his character is almost completely pulled from uh, Ajax from I believe the Iliad mm. um, so he fights Odysseus uh, they compete for possession of the Achilles armor they fight to a draw and the contest is decided based on the speaking elegance uh, Ajax loses yep. and becomes furious over it and so Ajax in the movie and, and this is something that they set up from the very beginning he's a womanizer he's also mm-hmm. the, probably their best fighter uh, and ultimately yep. his downfall comes from those two things because he's not thinking clearly uh, and he loses, uh, yeah. So that I, I just kind of think that's a that was a really cool uh, kind of thing. So it is um, how they blend history into the movie. Yeah, and it, and what's so great about that is that it's not done in a way where they're taking something from the past and essentially reworking it into like twenty. In, well, obviously it was it was the nineteen seventies, but they they weren't taking that and trying to kind of reproduce it it, yeah. it was it's essentially an adaptation or it's it's they were influenced by these stories and these characters some of which are influence yeah they're it's a bigger inspiration in some cases than it is in others yep um so you may have a few of the characteristics of a character or you know with someone like cyrus they took well cyrus is the leader cyrus um is killed and then it sets off the warrior, the warriors being blamed for this, mm-hmm. uh, w- which we'll get to as well, because I, I thought that scene was interesting. Um, and then this journey that they have to take home through all of this dangerous gang territory, which yep. in a lot of ways uh, mirrors what was going on with the Odyssey, that you know they're going on this dangerous adventure to accomplish a task, uh, which I think is really cool. And, and it's such a simple, simple concept for a movie. Executed well, too. So you pretty much covered the synopsis just to put it in a... Uh, I wrote it down earlier just to put it nice and simple. The warriors are a gang, and when they're falsely accused of murder, of the murder of Cyrus, the leader of all the gangs, or future leader of all the gangs, they must make their way back to Coney Island from Pelham Park, I believe it was, with the cops and rival gangs chasing them. Pretty much simple. And the weaving of history, as you were mentioning, I think just as another element, I believe the version I watched was the director's cut. So you had all the, did you have all the comic book? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I watched the original, 
And okay. From I couldn't find the original. Uh, it yeah, I had to. It was on AMC, so AMC Plus AMC. or whatever. So you know, this is totally off topic, but I'm so tired of all of these different subscription services because nothing is wherever you want it to be, and you're like, <laughs> man, I want to watch this movie, and it's like, well, you need to have AMC, and it's like, but I just want to watch this one movie. <laughs> it's gonna come full circle to where we go back to basically cable. Yeah, we're know, gonna be paying a hundred dollars a month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For all of these streaming services, so I'm just gonna I, I've I've pulled up uh, the movie, and okay. we're not gonna we're not gonna do a detail by detail like we've done with Halo and other other things in the past. But I, I did want to show some of the visuals off, show mm-hmm. so people kind of when when they're watching this on YouTube, they have a bit of an understanding of what we're talking about um, to a you know to a better degree than maybe you would get just listening to this. But uh, if you haven't seen this movie, my suggestion would be go watch it. And then come back and uh, watch the movie. So I know we've already semi-spoiled. You mean it, listen to us? And then listen to us, yeah. Yeah. Uh, watch it or listen to us, either way. Um, so I, I know we already spoiled that Cyrus dies, but to be honest, this movie came out in the seventies, and it's the uh, the jumping off point for the movie. Yeah. Really, like that's the inciting <laughs> the first incident. Five minutes. Yeah. So it's it's not. It's Ten one of those minutes. things that if that if you're mad about that, like I I don't know what to tell you guys. It's not it's not the end of the world. Um, okay, so one of the things I want to talk about first is that I think there are actually a lot of really good visuals in this. Mm-hmm, um, I so agree. We're getting this this shot that I've got up right now is of the the wheel on Coney Island. And this mm-hmm. is the home of the Warriors. Um, and one of the things I love about the opening of this, and it's something that I thought was done pretty well, is that not only are are they kind of showing you Coney Island and the area that they live in, and it's all lit up at night, um, you're getting these introductions to all of the characters. Um, and they all have kind of, it's like little little lines. So one of the characters would be like, well, I'm really worried about this meeting because the whole point is that they are all gathering with Cyrus at this meeting because the gangs are essentially going to come together to try to cooperate uh, to for a better future for a better future to run New York City in a way. Um and I think it's really cool. I think it adds kind of like mystery to it. It helps with mm-hmm. a, a little bit more of the uh, the fantasy of the movie, if you will. Um, just kind of taking this outside of uh, real New York in the 70s and giving it a little bit more of this like fantastical setting. Like almost, yes. I, you'd almost say like a, a myth, like mythology or a, uh, a fairy tale in a way. Um, they romanticize it. They romanticize it. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it for sure. Uh, so yeah, I... I really, um, really, really, really like the way that they started the opening. And, and that's Cleon right there, the yes. the chief of the warriors. Um, and he, and it's important to, I, I love how they introduce him right off the bat and you get this conversation between him and Swan. Yes. I can't remember what the conversation is, but I think it has to do with, we have to go in there disarmed. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think you are right about that, and I yeah I think that it's it's really great because Swan ultimately ends up being the he's he is our protagonist of the movie. Yep. He's uh, somewhat soft spoken, um, but he's a good fighter, and he's essentially second in command. Like he's yep. the he's the one who um, will take over for for Cleon. And um, I, you have the names pulled up. Uh, I, I pretty much remember. Oh, good, because like, that's most of them <laughs> i'm gonna make that your responsibility okay well, let me pull <laughs> let me pull up the names i'm gonna go to imdb just to, just in case the main characters for the most part i uh pretty much remember so one of the other things that we'll probably be talking about throughout the review is the um the costuming and yes. all the different types of gangs because 
Uh, not all of them have been created equal in this movie. Uh, some nope. of them are goofier than others. Some of them are just wearing matching shirts. Um, but then you have other other gangs who they I think they actually do a pretty good job, uh, especially for the time. They they you can tell that they actually wanted to to make everyone look like they were specifically a part of something uh, all together e- like the, a unit a unit yeah and it may not have worked all the time but i like <laughs> that uh that they that that attempt was there you could tell that even on uh this budget they were trying to pull something off the vision is still there even if it doesn't quite even if it doesn't quite get there so it, it's kind of what i was saying is like some of the visuals and or what i was thinking earlier some of the visuals and some of the the lines, the one-liners are cheesy, but they yeah. work for me. Yeah. And you can tell they're operating on a budget, and so you have to kind of give them that. That just still doesn't mean you can't be critical. Like, okay, maybe you could have done better here. But I think, you know, these montages of all these gangs are good, but then it's kind of comical in a sense as well. Some of them, like what you're just showing, showing the mimes, the white, yeah. the white dudes' mimes. And then, uh, but a lot of the gangs are shown pretty stereotypical. Like you have the Cuban gang and they all gang and they all have the fedoras. And then you have, oh man, that baseball gang. Uh, that gang. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Dude, and then the roller skating one or whatnot. Oh, the, like, so those are the, if I remember correctly, those are like the punks. Uh, and it, yeah, we're we're gonna talk about them a little bit. I, they're they're really funny to me because it's like they're basically wearing um, uh, like I think rugby shirts, and yeah. some of them are roller skating. And you're like, I don't understand how that's really that punk, but yeah, I, I, I again for the budget, I appreciate what they were trying to pull off, even if it doesn't quite work all the time. Um, I don't think that I, I think maybe they it's there's a potential they were trying to go for simplicity and yeah. sometimes it was just too simple yeah. so for instance the warriors that's a good point they're pretty much just wearing red uh what would you vests. call it? like red red le- red leather vests yep um and that's not a problem for me they're because you're like okay it's kind of the symbol of who they are but it works it, yeah yeah it's, it's, not, it's simple it's not cheesy it looks good you know what I mean? Yeah, I, and I. What's interesting is I think some of it has to do with the fact that the uh, the gangs that get more attention in the movie, their costuming looks better. Mm-hmm. So the Gramercy Riffs, who are Cyrus's gang, yes, um, that you could probably compare them to like the Black Panthers. Um, they uh, even though I don't know if uh, someone will. Everybody gets upset about everything. That's like I say that, and then I go, huh, I wonder if someone's going to be like, well, actually, <laughs> yeah, like, hang right. on. Like, we're just, again, th- this is film, it's fake, and they're getting these ideas from real life a lot of the time doesn't mean that it's a one for one comparison. Yes. Um, so, anyway, some we'll inspirations from, from them. Exactly. I would definitely say they seem inspired by the Black Panthers. Yeah, I think and they're, they, I they're very say, mil- militaristic. Um, yeah. The, out, the outfitting, uh, it to me fits that um fits that to a T. Yeah. And then you have the rogues who are the antagonists of the story. L- Luther That's with the right. rogues who's the chief is the antagonist of the story. And you know, I don't know if you know, there's definitely prejudice, you could say racism, but then at the end he's like, I just you know, he's the one that shot Cyrus and he's just like, I just did it because I I wanted to, just because uh-huh. he's a a terrible person. Yeah. It's not like he had this deep alternative motive, you know, other than just to 
you know, come for probably the Warriors, you know? He was the um the Joker before the Joker was the Joker. Yes. And and kind of that like, oh, I just want to see the world burn mentality. Yep. Um from Heath Ledger. So, yeah, so, that's exactly what he that's exactly who he reminded me of actually when I was watching it. Was Heath Ledger and the Joker? So that's a good that's a great comparison. Oh, so uh I was trying to see if I had anything before we get to this first part with Cyrus. Um oh I I like the music in this movie quite a bit. Uh, yeah. It's got a bit of this like John Car- Carpenter vibe, but then they also use songs in the movie that I think are just they're, they're appropriate for what they're trying mm-hmm. to do with the the world building. Um, it sets the setting. Uh, yeah, I enjoy I, the narrator. Who's the doing narrator is great. Yes. yes, she is love her. awesome. Her <laughs> voice works perfectly. And then I love because I, I I love that they they play that song. And it's like nowhere to hide. Yeah, and it, and it sets up perfectly. It's like they're in trouble. Yep. And, and it's a way and you know we talk about a lot of a lot of the time where it's like show don't tell and I think even with music and we don't talk about music that often because I don't think either of us are really all that like in depth with it. yeah, yeah. It's, like I, I can't sit here and give you all of it but I like the fact that they they have this woman who's essentially like a DJ and she's the narrator uh, in certain uh, moments for the story and she's kind of playing the soundtrack for the Warriors Right. And it's really and cool. she has her own character, too, which yes. is awesome as yes. well, because she's very powerful. You can tell she's in control. She has obviously inside sources and she's communicating not only to the audience, but directly to the warriors as well. And the other rival gangs out there. Yeah. Uh, the other only other thing I have before we start getting more into the story is that uh, this is another great example. Like we talk about a lot of really good uh world building as far mm-hmm. as you get in, you get the idea of where they are in this New York City that is very similar to what New York City was like in the 70s it's very lived in there's spray paint everywhere the warriors are tagging um, different turf and it doesn't have that problem that a lot of modern uh, television and movies do where everything just feels sanitized and clean yeah and it doesn't the world doesn't feel like it's lived in you don't you don't get the feeling yep. that anyone in the world is comfortable really living there it's like they've just been placed into this really sanitized environment whereas with the warriors everything going on in the world around them seems to be part of what uh they are all doing like they yep. really live there it's really like these different territories really belong to these people yep everything they're fits. rugged mm-hmm. dirty you know kind of comes off unsafe yeah you know insecure you can tell you can see all the different graffiti all the trash all the the different types of uh people there and the costumes they wore and you can you get that sense too especially at the end when you have that prom couple that shows up on the subway with them yes and you know kind of that stare off between each other and then the prom couple ends up getting you know nervous and uh-huh. And get uh-huh. off the subway. <laughs> yeah, the, there, the, and and it's that's a great moment too because it's a good example of, uh, again, showing that there is this class divide, there is this difference between, um, these gangs and then what you could consider either like upper class or just people who are are better off. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you kind of get that moment and that tension between these groups of people that's like there's just no understanding of either of those worlds. Yeah. Um, it's it's, it's pretty of- cool. It is. And speaking of that, uh, Mercy, I believe her name, uh, grows on me as the story unfolds. She's this. my she's my least favorite character. She is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she grew on me. She always she always has been. I just some of it's the acting. Um, yeah. Some of it 
she, she's got like uh oh, she's definitely the annoying character one of my most of it yeah uh so she's she's essentially a prostitute i think that's what yeah. they imply even if they don't uh outright say it I, I can't i don't think they do uh but there's this this scene in the movie where swan uh she uh or she takes a, a like a, another shirt i think from one of the gang members and she goes, well, they're looking for someone in a pink shirt. And she's just wearing, and, and for me. A blue I coat think, over the yeah, pink shirt. Yeah, over the pink shirt. And I couldn't figure out if that was a mis- where the mistake came in, whether that was uh, so- somewhere someone didn't realize like, oh, if she's going to wear this button-up shirt over her pink shirt, she needs to button it up because yeah. all, she's not doing anything. And But I can't tell if they it was on purpose because she's not that smart. Like yep. She's not supposed to be that smart of a character or if it was just a dumb thing that they did like, oh, look how resourceful she's trying to be. But then they didn't really follow through with it. Um, yeah, she's I, definitely I a if Ajax is the womanizer, she's the vice versa of that. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, they yeah, yeah. at least whether she's, you know, a prostitute or more just a, a woman who, you know, knows she's a she says woman, that line. A yeah. A lo- yeah. A, you know, a woman who wants to be with many men because she uh-huh. makes that comment in the show that she knows that you know her life seems to be that she's going to have a a saggy belly with five kids and the exact line that she makes and so she's living for the now she's not thinking of the future right and so she's just like kind of on that adventure just you know going to the next thing to the next thrill to the next thrill yep and she finds that with swan and, and you know they both interact really well together and go against each other because swan's very much you know, calculated, he's the leader, he's, you know, I'm just trying to get the mission done. And, you know, she gets to a point to where almost takes him off the mission. Then he's like, you know what, why don't you just go and I'm going to go my way. And then, you know, they end up running back into each other. And towards the end there, when they're on the subway and they see the prom couple, she's going to, uh, Mercy's going to fix her hair and he grabs her hand and is like, no, you know, kind of yeah. showing like you don't need to fix yourself yeah. for these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't need to determine it's a good who scene. you are. Yeah, I really, I, I think you're right. Well, let's let's get back to sort of the uh, this, the first this moment. Act. Yeah, the first act of Cyrus, <laughs> um, and we'll we'll run we'll run through this again. I don't I don't want to spend too much time on it. Um, yep. But the uh, yeah, so we have this whole meeting with Cyrus, and he's really like riling up and riling up the gang, and um, you get the moment where. Um, our uh, our antagonists are passing the gun around. I was trying to get a shot of it, but I, it, there it is. So the, you can kind of see like they're they're passing the gun around, um, and there's they're gonna Luther. there's Luther, and he's gonna shoot Cyrus. Now, I I have logistical issues with this scene yeah. uh, for a couple of reasons because I, I get there's a lot of people around. It's loud, and again, I, the reason that I will partially forgive this, it, it doesn't get a full pardon. Okay. Um, is because it's it is just the inciting scene for the movie. So they they have to get this started somehow. Like Luther has to die, or not not Luther. Excuse me. Cyrus has to die, mm-hmm. and so it had to happen somehow. Uh, and it makes sense Seems that he would convenient. get shot. It is it's a li- a little bit. Um, but the but whole no one saw him shoot Cyrus. exactly. But you couldn't have really done it. You know, you couldn't have had someone stab him unless it was like uh, like Luther had convinced someone. There are ways that you definitely could have made this didn't better the, didn't they have silencers back in the uh, yeah silencers are, i hate silencers in movies dude because they're so unrealistic yeah no they're like super silent when they're yeah, not really yeah, no. that 
that uh, silent. So, but of course, he's using this like revolver, and so it's going to make this blast. People are everywhere. They're clearly going to see this is the case. So, we'll overlook it, even if it's not. It, logistically, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Mm. And what it, it makes even less sense because um, he shoots Cyrus um, and then uh, blames it on. This is Fox, right? I think so, yeah. And so he gets blamed for it because he sees it and he's and he's like, the Warriors did it. It was the Warriors. And I just kept going like, why would anyone just believe this guy? Yeah. Right? So and, What makes them go like, oh yeah, he's trustworthy. Yeah, and this is the one of the problems that I have in a lot of movie and TV shows where there's, you know, the grammar, the Gramercy Riffs who are Cyrus's people. Mm-hmm. Pretty much just believe it. And so because that happens, not only are the warriors blamed for this, but their their leader gets arrested because of it. He goes down fighting. You know, you get your Does first... he actually get arrested? I thought he got killed. No, so they, they say later in the movie that he gets arrested. Oh, okay. So he got he got picked up. Yeah, so they beat him up, but as far as as far as the movie seems to be concerned, he didn't die. He got arrested. Gotcha. Um and it's honestly one of the things I really like about this movie is that death isn't the only way that the warriors get taken out. Yep. So it's like they're out they're on this like fight for their survival, but they're they get arrested and like uh, like or they, sometimes they get killed or uh, whatever the case may be. But that's that's what's kind of cool about uh, the movie is that it wasn't just like oh we're gonna pick them off one one by yeah. one uh, just well, through death. And, and that's I what like I like that. about the movie is that it switches from this you think in the in the intro that it's going to be the story about a better future, and then it switches to a survival story. It almost becomes a horror movie, in a yeah. way, yep. which is kind of cool. Um, so yeah, so this this all happens, and the warriors have to get out of there, and they come hang out. They're in the... They go um, to the seminary. The, the, seminary. The, the seminary. <laughs> they all go to seminary. The cemetery. <laughs> change their lives. Um, and, it, and it's just really cool. Movie you, over. Yeah, you get to see this really great, uh, these interactions with them, the differing personalities, um, Ajax and Swan get in a fight and um, or they're going to get in a fight and you know he kind of gets over it because they realize ultimately um, they need to make it out there alive yeah, what needs to be done here's a, a great scene with the Gramercy riffs um, and oh and here's here's our our mysterious DJ um, this yep. is all this is all you ever see all and, you really need to see too. yeah you you get all of her personality you get, yeah you get the, her voice over the microphone um, and she is definitely one of the best characters in the movie, as far as yep. I'm concerned. Um, and actresses, too, because, yeah. uh, I mean, she just conveys so much emotion and control, and it just through from here down, from her nose down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get, they're, they're very hyper-focused on this, because the idea behind it is that she is very mysterious. Yes. She's cast in shadows. Her voice is really the only thing that matters, Um as far as uh, as the movie is concerned, and it's just something that's cool. I really like that. Um, so yeah, uh, essentially they're you know they're going through all this. They have to fight a bunch of gangs. Um, you have these are the I'm pretty sure these are the skinheads. Yeah, I think um, so. And what's so funny is it's like the most uh, culturally diverse group of skinheads. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Dude, when I said the skinheads, and I saw a bunch of black people, it's like black and, guys, I'm, you I'm know, sure Hispanic people, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. too, with them, I was just dying i'm like yes hey man that's great what an, yeah it's just it's such an interesting movie. take on it right? yeah 
and, and you know part of it's like man they were just trying to get whoever they could um this is a a moment with uh with ajax where you start to see his personality really come out and again this is something that i love when it's done well in movies where the like, characters have personality and they act in certain ways that make sense for their characters mm-hmm. um, now obviously he just we were, stands there mocking them right we were talking about before that there are moments where that doesn't always happen in this uh, a lot of the stuff that's surrounding Cyrus's death seems a little off, even though contrived. Yeah, it's like it. It's again, it's the opening section. It's the thing that sets everything in motion. So mm-hmm. I'm willing to give it a little bit of forgiveness, but it definitely could have been done better. Like, ver- right. like they they could have spent a little more time being like, well, if this guy was in a big crowd of people and he just shot someone, everyone would know it was him. Yeah. And they everyone would, they wouldn't just everyone would be running away from him right and and they wouldn't just be believing who he was pointing out as the culprits behind this yeah. right because it's like well why would it have been the warriors was there tension between cyrus and the warriors uh going on like you could have established that a little bit better and i don't i don't think they do right right i don't think there's anything that necessarily is, Makes is that clear yeah uh so it, and 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 because um the other game it's the rogues right um, yep. they're the ones because the rogues come off kind of gross and seedy in my mind you go like well why wouldn't you think it was those guys because they come off as the the ones that would be kind of deceptive or trying to cause problems right and you would think that the rogues would have you know been right by the warriors to shoot and then make it more believable right yeah something something like that right? some confusion there yeah so and i get what they were going for um but i, I think we are in agreement that it definitely could have been done better um, so yeah, they, they get on the train, uh, you got this great moment where someone sets a fire in front of the train so they can't just take the train all the way back to Coney Island. Yeah. Um, you get a little bit more time with the rogues cause they have to set up how evil, you know, pretty much they're just the blatantly bad guys. Like, I don't think yep. there's anything redeeming about the, these guys throughout the entire movie. Nothing. Um, I, I do, uh, love the, the main antagonist though. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate that he is just as goofy and just kind of like over the top evil um especially because there's chaos for chaos's sake yep Uh, there's a scene at the end of the movie that we'll we'll talk about that it's it's uh probably one of the most famous scenes for the movie uh and i I just i love it i love this guy um and that's the thing is like over the top with personalities of characters can work in stories uh Mm -hmm. if you do it right um and some of that is dependent upon the actors. So you got the orphans uh, there. Yeah, we we run a run across like our our first our kind of well, not really the first gang, but this is the first kind of big moment for them. Where I, I like the scene because you really do kind of feel the tension. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because the orphans weren't at the meeting and they have no idea exactly what's going on. I, dude, uh, I died laughing. Yeah, this and, is where Mercy gets introduced to, and she's the one who informs them of what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. She tells the orphans like what's going on with the warriors because she's a trouble. What's interesting is like you were saying this before. She's a troublemaker. She's looking to in, incite problems with people because she likes that. And it's funny because it ultimately works against her in a way because she ends up tangled up in everything because yep. she didn't just leave it alone and she didn't just let him go. She could have just stayed home. Yep. And so I, I really like the orphans. And again, this is such a great moment for me as far as the writing is concerned in this movie because uh, they they all they have a very they have a personality their gang is treated like garbage like they are mm-hmm. the orphans it, it just it works out it's a li- maybe a little on the nose but it i i like that they uh they look dirty they're all wearing these like really gross looking shirts um it, it just kind of fits really well with it um and you know they they want to be 
part of the in crowd with these gangs and they're just not treated that way um nope. I, I just like it i think it's a it's a great little touch um for the movie so they kind of go through their their whole deal and that you know they get back on the train and so while all of this is going on and they're being chased it's cool to see like you get to see uh the Gramercy going through uh, the process of like trying to find these guys, yep. like they're they're not the ones acting in in all of this. Uh, everybody else is sort of acting on their behalf. Yeah, um, it's kind of like Sauron, right? Like, yeah, a little bit. They're the 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 not villain. That would be they're the, not, the proper they're, way because they're not the villain in it, but they're the mastermind behind everything, working everything out in the shadows, so uh-huh, to say. Uh-huh. You get to see how much power that they have yep. without ever having to really step foot anywhere. Because yep. they do this until pretty much the end of the movie. Good uh, cinematography. That's a good shot, too. Yeah, and that's the thing is that there are these moments in the movie that the shadows work really, really well. They they know exactly how to set this up, mm-hmm. but it's not every scene. Not it, Right, no. It doesn't always come out that way, and like we were saying before, the costuming doesn't always work. It's a little a little overly goofy even for the setting. Um and the fight scenes too. Yeah, some of them are better than others. I actually yep. think the one that comes up with the punks later on, the guys with the roller roller skates is pretty good. So you have this is the the moment where Fox uh gets killed by the police officer. Yep. He literally gets dude <laughs> he gets thrown in front of a subway uh subway train. Yeah. Um Bye bye. <laughs> yeah, rough end, and and it it's an interesting moment too because he was the one that knew the truth. Yeah, he was he was the original one who kind of knew what he happened. Saw he everything. saw he saw what the the rogues did, um, and and half of them don't ever really find out what happened to him because nope. they think they think he got arrested, and so that's that's kind of it. I, I it's the details of this movie that I really like a lot of how the characters are kind of so much in this like survival mode and then like people get lost along the way and they're not a hundred percent sure what happened to them. Yep. They're, they're and mercy because of... mercy saw the cop get him, but she didn't see the cop throw him into the subway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause yeah. she ran off. And so it makes everything believable. And, uh, it's, uh, Oh yeah. The, what is it? The, the baseball guy, these are the baseball guys coming up. Just call them the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. I know they have, I think I have the name in here. Oh, that's so uh, bad. The baseball furies. Yeah, the furies. That's it. I, I like what they did with this, like, cause they're they have all the, their like face paint on and everything. Yeah. Um, it really makes them just like weird. It works and, for me. It's just cheesy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they, they get, get like the, the crap baseball, beat out of them. Yeah, they get the baseball bats from these guys, and um, again, you know, it's on a budget. They obviously didn't really have a choreographer for it, um, but it kind of works. And so this is actually one of my favorite gangs because of the obvious connection to sirens yep so the and and i think it's really funny because and maybe it's a 70s like aesthetic but i really don't find any of the women in this movie remotely attractive (laughs) (laughs) yeah i noticed that too too. Uh, i think it's just a 70 aesthetic as you mentioned and it's funny because it's uh what's his name i think it's snow the gentleman with the uh the afro with the warriors right there he's kind of like the voice of reason like hey we need to just get to union station he's and, the youngest yeah he's he yep. kind of seems to understand a little bit better and all the all the other ones are like no man we gotta go hang out with these girls yep. which i love and it and it works really well because this is sort of that thing where it's like these th- these are the lizzies and they have uh foul intentions for the warriors ultimately yep. um but and, they use their femininity 
to their advantage uh-huh. to seduce them and lure them into a situation to where they would have their guard down. Yeah. Look, a a, a group wit. of diverse, powerful female characters yes. <laughs> in the 1970s. <laughs> who oh, who would have thunk it? Um, so yeah, they uh that this kind of plays so they get separated, right? Mm-hmm. Um so part of the warriors go this way, and then I think Swan Okay, yeah, and then here you have the rest of them as well. And at some point, um what what was what's her name? Um the Mercy. Mercy. She shows up. So here's uh here's A Ajax's downfall. He's talking yep. to this girl on this bench, she's kind of like flirting with him. Um, and it turns out that she's an undercover cop. And yep. uh it, again, this is what we're talking about. It this fits perfectly with who he is as a character. He's aggressive, um, he's a womanizer. Uh, and he thinks he can use his power to get himself out of any sort of situation, and ultimately he gets like upended by this little girl because she she sorry uh, by this woman who's a cop uh, because he uh, kind of let his guard down because he didn't think yeah. that she could do anything to him. She handcuffs him and, and he's trying to like pull the bench or whatever, the and it's it, yeah, it's pretty much his his end, and they all. They run and you don't off feel bad comes. for him because no, they he's... set the scene up perfectly because, you know, she's obviously trying to seduce him and then he starts kissing her really roughly and she's saying, no, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And as he's being rough with her, he, she handcuffs him and then that's, you know, spells his his in his downfall. Yep. And he and... comes up and it hits the first cop and then the second one beats him. Yep. And it's, uh, you know, he goes down swinging. He's, he's pretty much the same character at the end. And one of the things that's great about this and I like about this movie is that, you know, the the heroes of this movie, they're not would not be considered, you know, your average type of hero. Yeah. They're, they're Ajax not, definitely isn't a hero. No, no. He's he's part of that group. He's he's the hero archetype in the sense that he's part of uh, the the main cast. He's part of right. the, the group of warriors that's trying to escape. Um, you know, you want them all to get back, despite the fact this guy's kind of like a trash human being. Mm-hmm. Um, but it works so well that ultimately his pompous and ever in his personality is his own downfall yep. because he can't he can't put that stuff aside in order for them to get back. He gets distracted like um, the the warriors that go hang out with the Lizzies. Um, they're they're all of them are getting distracted and and finding themselves in these situations because of it. And making it worse for themselves. Exactly. Too. Yeah. When in reality, if they had been able to stick to the mission and just get home. Um, a lot of this probably wouldn't have happened. Yep. Um, so yeah, you get a lot <clears throat> of time with these two. Um, you know, they get on the subway, and you know, I, I just, I sometimes I think some of the acting, like her acting, just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it just, it's just not quite there. It's not quite there with well, the whole cast. I disagree. Cast, but I like, I think her acting works for me in the sense of I was just assuming she was kind of playing that annoying role you know what i mean kind of like how bard is in the witcher but she actually has an arc in development and she becomes less annoying as it goes on yeah and i I agree i I see what they were trying to do with it it just now it could have been executed better yeah i'm not saying that this is a perfect you know uh character and and the acting was perfect could have been executed better and done i think they should have toned down the annoyingness of her and maybe made made her more thoughtful you know what i mean but but yeah i didn't hate it it could have been yeah i I, yeah it could have been a more solid uh 
arc, like character yeah. arc. I think is that what you're trying to get at? Like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. And just kind of there's uh, I, I can't think of any character that comes to mind, but just more of she could still have the same arc and the same personality in a sense, just more realistic on living on the streets and less kind of like there's a way to for a man or for a woman to cast and write her story to where she's sticking up for herself but she's doing it and not in a geez just annoying way that's the best way i can say it you know what i mean yeah and that's the thing i I find i just kind of find her character in general a little more irritating than anybody else in the movie um just kind of like talking loud and talking over and stuff and, and it's yeah and, and i get that has to happen but i think maybe it's just her voice maybe it's you know you know what i mean yeah maybe and, it was coming from a woman with more of a a different sounding voice than hers very just high and elevated and mm-hmm. i just don't like loud <laughs> <laughs> i and i i think um she doesn't have a whole lot of agency in this movie yeah um it, she's kind of just along for the ride while everybody else Baby's is it, yeah and it I guess that's fine. It just, it would have been nice if uh, her arc had gone a little bit further, further, maybe, maybe develop the romance and like kind of like give her a slight light. I think they did by the end of the movie, kind of had that slight change in her, but kind of establish that connection between her and Swan more, even with him and his attitude towards her. Right. Like, I think they did a good job. I think they did this a decent job with their story from beginning to end, but kind of like at that moment in the subway, you were just showing from that point forward, yeah. maybe changing it, whether either they go their separate ways or they become more uh, connected. And it might have actually worked better if they had not ended up together. Yeah. Like you were saying, like if it had been one of those things where she's like, thanks, and she's like, you know, maybe I finally had enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the, like this whole incident maybe it changed her in a way that's like maybe i'm ready to have a more normal like quote unquote normal life uh, get out of the insane excitement because it clearly could lead to me getting killed yep <laughs> exactly um, yeah yeah there's definitely some room room there i think to do that um but I, yeah i don't really mind their relationship too much again i see what they were going for i do really like that scene at, uh near the end on the train with the the pro- the kids that were at prom mm-hmm. or going to prom um and then uh swan and mercy i think it it's one of the best scenes in the movie considering I generally don't really like her character all that yeah. much. <laughs> the ending scene with them too is good too. Cause she's like, you know, I like to go on adventure or I like, I like going on adventures. And he said, where have you been? And you haven't been out of the city. And she's like, no, I haven't been anywhere, but I would still like to go on an adventure. And he just smirks. Yeah. And then they walk away. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like, that all right. Works. Yeah. But it could have been, I think it could have been like, it worked really well for me. But I think it still could have been a little bit better, a little bit more established, better character art, better character for Mercy, less annoying, toning some things down, but amplifying again. And when I say toning down, again, I'm not referring to her not standing up for herself, right? Right. I'm just talking about not being annoying and irritating. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And loud (laughs) and obnoxious. (laughs) I'm just like, ugh. So the next thing that we kind of get is this whole uh, scenario with the Lizzie's and our other group of warriors. Um, and it's pretty much the, all of them just like partying and, and mm-hmm. the guys are trying to get with the with the Lizzie's. And as this is what I like about the scene is that like as this is going on, uh, Snow is looking around and he can kind of tell because uh, there's some more with the um, 
with Swan and Mercy where they like mm-hmm. have their kiss and she kind of describes her whole personality. It's like you have Snow here, right? And he's looking around and he can kind of tell something's off, right? He yep. hasn't dropped he from what we can tell he has not dropped his guard while they've been here. While the rest of them are just going into, you know, their sort of their eight brains. Yes. Um, and they're just not thinking about the the whole they're situation. They're being led by uh, their third leg. Yes, by their third leg, the other head. Um <laughs> And uh, so all this is going on and you can and I what I really like about this is they are really trying to go for this connection to uh, like sirens and mythology. They're mm-hmm. they're, uh, the, they're trying to seduce them uh, into this whole uh, into their deaths, essentially. Yeah. And so eventually they attack. Um, and I, I don't know if I'll be able to grab it, but one of the funniest scenes. And so she tries to shoot one of them and he and the warrior somehow managed to to dodge again movies on a budget but it's a little funny that it's it's very much uh, a coincidence that they managed to dodge these bullets and the get out of the way and one of them hits one of the lizzies with a chair just like straight yeah. up smashes her with one I, I i don't think i can it's somewhere in here I'm trying to see if maybe, dude i died laughing see if i can find it oh no they've already where is that shot it's it's so funny um, just straight knocked her out with it. So punches her, punches. Trying to get stabbed by a yeah. knife. Maybe it's in- oh, boom. It's it slow motion. Um, <laughs> just love. Uh, I think that's so good. Perfect was, spot to do the slow motion too. Yep. Uh, and that's one of the things the movie has slow motion, but I don't think it gets overused. I think yep. they use it at, at very specific moments. Um, and uh, you know, Zack Snyder could definitely learn a, a thing or two from. Uh, this 40 year old movie <laughs> yes that dude loves him some slow motion so you know they get out relatively un- unharmed uh snow gets cut by a knife yeah and it uh it looks like the other guy too got cut on the cheek um or something happened to him so they um they escape and they're they're like okay uh we know what we need to do now so now here comes uh the punks Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's it's so this scene is so funny to me because they're playing this music that makes you think that you're supposed to be like scared or like, oh, no, here comes another gang. And it's this guy on roller skates. <laughs> I, know. I don't know if they did that for comedy. Right. But I died laughing. When yeah, I saw yeah, him yeah, on yeah. Roller yeah. skates. And who knows? And maybe it's like a time period thing. And like, yeah, roller skates just were looked at differently back then. Or it wasn't yeah. as much of a this kind of seems goofy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think over oh, time man. that's that's definitely changed, and it's so funny too because he's one of the, he's one of the only ones wearing them. Like not all of the the punks are wearing them. They're, they okay, so they all get back together, right? And they come in, but this guy over here on the left is the one who was following them on the skates, um, kind of like the scout, you know. So yeah. I guess it would make sense that he was wearing them if you kind of look at it from from that. But these guys don't look like punks to me. No, they he's do wearing, not. They're wearing overalls and these rugby they do shirts. Looks like a bigger version of Mario, almost <laughs> like bad. Mario cosplay. <laughs> yep. Um. So, and I think at this moment too, right? This is another one of those moments where I guess you would say that Mercy's personality is that she's kind of uh, aloof of everything going on. Like yeah. she knows that these guys are the punks, and she knows they're bad news, but she doesn't think that Swan doesn't know this, or like she thinks Swan doesn't know, and so she's like, "Hey, these guys are bad news," and he's like, "Yeah." Yeah, I know that. Like I <laughs> duh. <laughs> so they all, you know, they go into the bathroom, they're getting ready to to fight these guys. Some more of the punks come down. Um, you know, their costuming is a little odd. I it, 
it doesn't bother me all that much. And again, you, I what I really little like rascals all grown up a little bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true. So what's good though is like you know it's it's pretty dirty again. Like they they really were doing their best, I think, to try to get certain details right. Um, yep. Despite they made the bathroom very nasty, which is what I would imagine yep. that bathroom would look, look like. Oh yeah, and then, you know they they've got some of their weapons or whatever, um, and then they they kind of have their fight. <laughs> he sprays them with the uh, the spray paint. Um, which was pretty That's great, uh, and they, you know, they have their brawl. I think it's a decent fight. It works pretty well for for what they were going for. There's nothing in that fight in particular that I was just like, oh, that, ooh, you know what I mean? It's there. No one's shooting guns, and yeah. magically people are dodging bullets. Um, which, honestly, in this kind of movie, that would have been the route to go all the way through. Is that everyone, like, because everyone was using uh, or was told not to bring weapons to the event. <clears throat> or like guns and stuff like that nobody has firearms yeah. right because the the warriors don't have firearms pretty much through the entire movie yep. um and so it would have been nice if that was kind of just established as like no one's going to have firearms in this everyone's just going to be using knives and concealable stuff and then of course um the the baseball furies have their bats because that's just a part of their character i can yeah i can be i'm fine with that i'm fine with that um, but that would have been a nice little touch if the the firearms just weren't really a thing, um, except for the one that the rogues have. Yeah, that I, I I could see that kind of just completely working for me because um, that's within their character. Yeah, exactly. Characters, I should say. And I think this is the part where the riffs find out that it wasn't the warriors. Yes, and that Luther and the rogues were responsible for yeah. the inciting incident. Um, oh, because of this guy, right? Yeah. Uh, this guy right here whoever that and, white dude is yeah i don't remember what exactly his axel role. rose over there yeah with his eagle tattoo right in the middle of his chest <laughs> um right so they're pretty much headed home this is the scene that we've been talking about for a while where the the kids come from prom um it was really funny because i i had wrote in my notes i was like rich kids question mark and then if you watch the uh the credits at the end they actually are given credit as prom kids and so i changed oh, nice. it. I was like okay they actually are prom kids because i i wasn't it's interesting Entirely you said that sure. because yeah i was just like i don't know i mean like there that could just be 70s fashion what they were wearing out on the town that night in new york yeah um but it does turn out that it's true that they were they were the prom kids <clears throat> um and so they go through the whole incident and you know swan gives her the Oops, I jumped too far ahead. They they drop the thing and she's gonna she's trying to like clean herself up, right? Right. <clears throat> and he's basically like quit it because it's like you don't you know you can't show them that uh, they're better that they're better. You think yeah, and I think it works. It's such a it's a really good character moment. Um, it shows Swan's compassion for her mm-hmm. as a person, which is really cool. You know, uh, you want to talk about like these archetypes of characters and him being the the strong silent type yep um but he also has his compassion for this woman despite everything that's been going on like they've their yep. their bond has strengthened through Wrong. that and it's just yeah it's just a cool little moment um and, and a, you know that they're the prom kids are intimidated by him he's oh, just clearly they're down. all like oh no um this girl that side, side eye, eye. <laughs> yep um yeah so just a really great you know, little moment in the movie to to kind of wrap up uh, their arc. The two yep. of them going through this whole thing and and him sh- trying to show her some respect. Um, <clears throat> now, I really like this scene of them uh, back at Coney in the daytime, right? 
because we have full circle they were at coney at night everything's lit up everything seems really mysterious and then you kind of get the reality of this place for them it's really run down uh obviously no one's around during the day um it's really dirty and just kind of like beat up and uh just works really well but now they're back on their home turf right they know exactly what they're doing they're trying to like prepare for this fight um oh and then we get let me see if i can because oh yeah here we go we have to do this because i love this part so much so let's see right here let's see if it's gonna work Oh, it's not coming through. Hang on. It's not. Um, I have to fix the. Uh, that's right. oh oh. You know what? I know exactly what it is. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We're gonna have we're um just fixing one little thing. It's because my I still have it on speakers and not coming through my headset. Because everything is complicated yes. with this setup. Uh, one day we'll get there. Yeah, one of these days I get will get the donations coming in, people. And it'll help us. Yeah, listen, better quality. My my brain is a little fried. So please forgive me. All right, here we go. So yeah, I just I really like I like that moment. It's the one thing I I always remember from this movie. <laughs> I like I don't like the the bottles clanging together because again I don't like loud like that the certain type of loud noises right yeah very pitchy and stuff like that. But man, his character Luther's character just the I'm evil just because I'm yeah, evil no yeah, yeah. no hidden depth to it. I just love chaos executed so well yeah and i i like the bottles because it is so like like it gets to you and you can tell too with all of them they're just like oh god like we have to deal with this guy like (laughs) um and it's 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 a mix of they're not fully afraid of him right and that's that's what's so cool because like even with this shot of all of the they're they're all kind of looking at uh the rogues that are in the car Mm -hmm. and there there's a mix of it's like you get a bit of like they know what's coming and what they have to do uh and i just think it's really cool yeah so yeah this is pretty much the end of the movie and oh well jumping ahead a little bit (laughs) um they they get they get into this fight and again this is one of those moments i'm sure you had the same the same reaction so luther has his gun and him and swan and again i i think that if you were to to ask most normal people to be like come on guys this is just made up it's just a movie but mm-hmm. it is a little odd that he's like luther standing not even five feet away from swan 
and he's got his revolver and Swan has this knife and somehow Swan pulls this like matrix style move and dodges the bullet and he throws the knife and it hits Luther in the arm and that's yep. that's basically the the end because yeah, um, then the rifts come and you know they let the warriors go yeah. and like ah. uh, they you know have their way with the rogues yes they're going to receive their their punishment um for what they did to luther um and i just i, I think this this is just one of those moments you gotta play this scene yeah and he's like oh he like dodges he's like oh no what oh and what's so crazy about it is snow's like standing right behind i know uh, that's what i was like okay so i can understand that he moved and went to the side and then threw the knife right, right. before the guy had to react but what about snow they, behind him yeah the easiest way to fix this is that Swan gets hit in the shoulder, but he still hits um, Luther and hits him in the arm, and he drops the gun. Yeah. And then the gra- the Gramercy uh, riffs come riffs in. come in, and then you're just like, okay, that's that's good enough. But yeah, that's pretty much the end of the movie. Um, you know, here are the Gramercies. They're they're definitely. I like these guys a lot. <laughs> um, just as they're like. Uh, their gang in particular, I, I just always kind of found to be uh, really cool. And, yes, you kind of uh, wish that you saw them more, right? Uh huh. Yeah, but like, I, again, but the fact that they're in the shadows, that they're works. established as this type of character, yeah, it completely works. You don't get too much of them um, because this movie is ultimately about the warriors and yeah. their their journey home uh, to Coney Island. So, really like that. You get um, a little bit more from our mysterious uh, DJ, um, and she's well, she's basically like. Everything's back to normal, right? Yep, sending everything out. Let me see if... She plays a song saying uh, uh, about the horizon. Yes. So let me see if... It has been called off. It turns out that the early reports were wrong. All wrong. Now for that group out there that had such a hard time getting home. Sorry about that. I guess the only thing we can do is play you a song. So yeah, her voice is great in this. So great. It's so so. She may good. be my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like not even you know. Not she's the just in it like three or, or four antagonist. times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think in the director's cut, she actually gets a slightly bigger role. I think they added a little bit more of her in it, if I remember correctly. But yeah, I haven't. Wa- I, you know, I only watched the original because I I don't really care for like the the cartoony like comic book, book cu- cuts or whatever yeah. it's just like all right i don't know what it probably added to my interpretation of everything else you know uh, yeah I, mean? I i get why they did it and it helps give it a little bit more of this unrealistic feel which is kind of what you want for the setting you, yeah. you want to be able to it's like okay it's a little goofy but we're trying to go for this maybe like it's a comic book graphic novel kind of feel rather than uh this serious gritty story yeah. you know uh, it mixes those two pretty well so but yeah guys that is the warriors and that's actually all we have time for this yeah. week <laughs> i had a whole nother section but we don't have time to get through it um joseph is there any other comments that you want to make about the movie before we wrap up and i'm asking you because i'm looking through my notes no great job by walter here hill who was the director i mean doing this movie and on a four million dollar budget for that for that time and executing it so well with a simple premise and doing some, you know, subverting expectations in the beginning, right? You think it's going to be this story about how these gangs are going to join together and, and fight for a better future. And then it turns that into a survival story, right? On, on, on the flip of a whim. 
just because of one random actor. And so, yeah, some things that don't work, but solid movie. And yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, outside of that, don't forget to follow us on YouTube or subscribe to us on there. Comment, like our videos, uh, follow us on TikTok. And if you have some money and you want to donate to us, hit the PayPal donation link. And I forgot to mention, you know, add your note and we'll read it live on air. Yes. So I had I had two more little things that I wrote down that I thought okay. were kind of funny. So um, the first one was about the Lizzie scene. I said the scene with the Lizzie's are some of my favorites being uh, an adaptation of sirens from Greek mythology. Also, nothing says a quality like getting obliterated by a chair. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> the uh, the other one that I had was uh, this. It's a line from Mercy before the, when the punks are coming after him. She yeah. says, I can't go in there. It's a men's room. <laughs> yeah, and then the guy comes out like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah like, get in here. Him. What are you talking about? It's um, so great, too, because with the Lizzie's, they you definitely have those established, you know, realistic traits with men and women. Right. The, yeah. The. the Lizzie's try to use their femininity, their wits, uh, their ability to seduce, to, you know, catch the warriors at their weakest moment. And then the men just overpower. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) You know, use their athleticism and everything. So and again, I think most of our complaints come down to the firearms in the movie. Yes. Making it a little less uh, believable. I think that's probably the, the big thing. Mm-hmm. With with this movie is that if the firearms were pretty much taken out, except for maybe the one at the very beginning with Luther and somehow and it was done differently, it was just done a little bit. But yeah, the the logic made sense, uh, and they had just gotten rid of firearms for the rest of the movie. Most of my complaints would pretty much disappear, other than some of the stuff that's just like a lot of these people weren't. They were first time actors. It was first yeah. roles for them. They were really young, uh, and then the budget, you know, which you can't completely help. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is st- it's not like that stuff really stops me from really liking this movie. Because, right. Exactly. Um, I I just appreciate that this exists. And this yes. is another one of those movies, man, that they could never make today. No, 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 not with the, the lines that are in this movie. Yeah. Some of the language in it, too. I'm like, oh, shoot. I was like, yeah, I forgot about I was that. Like, oh, <laughs> glad I'm just watching this by myself. Yep. All <laughs> right. Well. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 96 of The Underground. We will be back next week with some more topics. This is going to be the only episode this week because, per usual, there's just this has been kind of a crazy time in my life and in Joseph's life. We're, we're trying to resolve a lot of stuff, get stuff off the ground. Um, but, yeah, uh, if there's other movies that you guys would like us to review or talk about, whatever the case may be, let us know. Um, we've got a couple more. I'm still trying to get uh, Joseph to watch Spy Family and a I'm couple of other it. things. I have watched the first um, five minutes of episode one. Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, and, there, you know, we've got some other movies that we're going to be reviewing as well. Because, honestly, the, I want to talk about stuff that we like just as much yes. as, you know, uh, criticizing all of Good the movie. horrible garbage that's been coming out. Uh, as of late so and i've got a, i've got a list i've got some stuff that i really want to want to talk about so yeah. we'll be getting to it yeah i think he said he his favorite movies aliens versus predator oh, and uh requiem aliens <laughs> versus predator requiem is my favorite movie joseph uh and hopefully the you know rumors movie. have it that the amazon trailer for rings of power isn't going to be released until san diego comic con go figure but hopefully they'll release it soon and that way we can get some more information 
And until then, we're really, unless there's something major that's worth our time, we're not going to be talking about Lord of the Rings because we're just going to rehash the same arguments we already have. Yeah. so. It was like, yeah, after we did the, the pictures again for Empire and then more yeah. pictures came out and everyone's like, oh, more pictures. Blah. I was just like, I, I'm tired. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I, there's nothing else to say. We know exactly what this thing's going to be. Yeah. Exactly what they're trying to do with it. The kind of articles that are going to be coming out about people criticizing it. Uh, and yeah, that's just kind of where we're at. So, yep. uh, yeah. So guys, we'll be back next week, uh, hopefully with two episodes, um, just bear with us over the next couple of weeks because I'm not 100% sure about our, our schedule. Things might be a little uh, uh, topsy-turvy, but uh, we're yep. going to keep trying to put stuff out as much as we possibly can. Uh, and again, like Joseph's been telling y'all, the sooner donations start coming in and things, you know, we can prioritize this more, uh, the more stuff you'll be getting from us. Yep. But until next week, y'all take it easy. Take it easy. Good news, boppers. The big alert has been called off. It turns out that the early reports were wrong, all wrong. Now for that group out there that had such a hard time getting home, sorry about that. I guess the only thing we can do is play you a song.